Hello, everyone. So today I wanted to talk about how many meals you should be eating every day. And I don't know about you, but this has changed a lot for me over the years. And I would say probably three, four years ago, I was eating, you know, four or five meals a day. I was on that. I got to eat every three hours to like speed up my metabolism and all that <laughs> excellent advice. And I think that can be really problematic in my personal experience because when you are forcing yourself, and I do use that word forcing yourself to eat every so many hours, it can be really challenging to then become mindful of your hunger cues. And I think this is why so often people struggle to see progress because they're like, look, I'm eating, I'm eating lots of, you know, really good food. I'm making lots of good choices. It's minimally processed. It's all healthy things. And yet I'm either not able to lose weight or I'm gaining weight. And this is where the eating when you're hungry is actually really important. And as someone who would eat like on a set schedule and when I was teaching full time, I would have, you know, a pretty inflexible schedule with regards to when I could eat. So, you know, lunch is at a certain time. I get my recess break. If I'm on supervision, then good luck getting a snack, good luck heating up your food, all that kind of awesome stuff. And so sometimes I understand that people are also eating out of necessity because, well, you don't have another option. If you don't eat now, you don't eat for, you know, three, four hours or whatever it is. And so I definitely sympathize with that because it is really challenging. I, I, I wish I had some really good suggestion as to how to handle, you know, eating when you aren't hungry, but not having the option later. But I really don't. And I do think it's just honestly beyond annoying that, you know, some professions just are stuck in that like, all right, well, when I'm working, I can't eat anything. And I realize not everyone can relate to this to understand that, but it is a real challenge. And something that I think only with time and trial and error, you can find a resolution to. But going back to how many meals a day you should be eating, when I was eating, you know, four or five, six meals a day, every certain number of hours, I was eating out of habit, and I was completely disregarding my hunger cues. And this was, I couldn't believe how challenging it was when I was like, all right, Nikki, let's only eat when you're hungry moving forward. And it would be like, I'd wake up and I was like, am I hungry? Uh, like, I'm not sure. I had, you know, disregarded those cues for so long. I was genuinely puzzled by what hunger felt like. I know what it felt like to feel full, what it felt like to feel stuffed, but I was really unsure about what actual hunger felt like because I think I was really used to the extremes where it was like, oh my gosh, I'm so hungry. I could eat, you know, insert random <laughs> very uh, extreme example, or I am so hungry, I have a headache, I have a stomach ache, I feel nauseous, whatever it is. And I think those are not necessarily uh, what, what you want to be aiming for. You want to be able to identify like, hey, you know what, I'm starting to get hungry. And this means that, you know what, I need to be planning ahead. So I know that I've got something to eat in the next day, 30 to 60 minutes, depending on your hunger levels. And so one thing that I really helped, what thing that I found really helped me was making a hunger chart. And what that looks like for me was it was like a, a scale. 
So I would, it was a one to 10 scale. I would use one, three, five, seven, and 10. One would be like, I just ate. I'm satisfied. I don't need any food. Three would be, I am not hungry, but I could eat, but I don't need to eat. And making that, uh, identification of the fact that sometimes I feel like I could eat, but the reality is I'm not actually hungry and that's more eating out of boredom. And then number five would be like, I'm getting hungry. I need to eat soon. Seven would be like, I really should eat now. It's getting a little bit late. And 10 would be like, I'm hangry. I waited way too long. And having that mental um, hunger chart was really helpful. I did actually start it as a paper um, a paper chart and I'd have it on the fridge and I would refer to it. And then, you know, you don't, <laughs> you don't always eat at home. You're not walking around with a chart. And so I have that mentally in my head now. And that is definitely something that I ask a lot of clients to create as well. And hunger charts look different for different people. I've had some people do a like minus five to plus five scale or a um, two, four, six, eight, ten scale. It really depends on you, and that's why I suggest making it your own because then it's going to be the most meaningful for you. Using words and reminders that are going to be like, oh yeah, I, I could have a snack, but if I do snack now, it's out of boredom. It is not out of necessity. And being able to differentiate between the two is really important because I think so many of us get caught up in the, oh, I really want this cookie. It's going to be delicious. And you're right, it will be delicious. But if you do that mental hunger check-in on your chart and you're like, oh, I'm actually at uh, a three, then why don't I save this cookie until I'm at a five? It's not about not eating it, but simply postponing when you're going to eat something for when there is an actual hunger and need for it. And I think that's what's really helped me to I don't want to say cut back on my meals, but to eat more mindfully. And because I am eating more mindfully and focused on my actual hunger, I don't actually feel like I benefit from having, you know, four, five or six meals a day. I prefer currently to have two or three larger meals and maybe I'll have a snack in between. And since I started getting back into intermittent fasting a couple months ago, I actually did a podcast on that, which you can listen to as well, where I talk about the pros and cons of intermittent fasting. Um, once I got back into that, that really helped to reaffirm my uh, that connection I have with hunger and to be able to actually identify. And I realize how silly this can sound, but it is truly something that I feel like so many of us have ignored for so long that when you're actually trying to identify what hunger feels like, it can be strangely challenging. And so I do recommend things like, you know, making a hunger chart, doing those mental check-ins before you eat anything, and even trying intermittent fasting because intermittent fasting, especially initially, can be challenging because depending on your eating schedule before starting that, you might only be fasting for say 10 to 12 hours. And so pushing yourself to say 14, 15 or 16 hours of fasting means that you're like, okay, I'm not eating even though I think I actually am hungry. And then you're like, I'm for sure hungry, but I have another hour of fasting. And that was really helpful for me because while I never am someone to advocate starving yourself or depriving yourself in 
anyway, I think society has made a lot of us very fearful of being hungry. And the reality is, think about, I'm talking about most people, I'm not talking about people who have any kind of disorder eating or history with anything like that. I'm talking about average Joe Blow who, you know, maybe eats a little bit too much, is trying to lose a little bit of weight, and generally speaking, has a healthy relationship with food, even though they, you know, might overeat from time to time. And I think a lot of us are really fearful, like I said, of being hungry. And it's like, oh my gosh, my metabolism's going to stop. I'm going to gain weight if I don't eat. And all these things that I'm sure a lot of us have heard over the years. And intermittent fasting, I think, has been a really good reminder for me that nothing's going to happen. Like, I've got a decent amount of body fat on me. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm saying, like, I'm a healthy weight. I'm a healthy human being. And as a woman, I'm naturally going to have a higher body fat percentage than guys. And that is healthy because I need that in order to be able to reproduce, in order to maintain my period and have a healthy body and cycle. And because of those things, I do have extra fat on me, which means that I'm not all of a sudden going to drop dead if I go four hours without a meal, right? Like I said, I'm not advocating for anyone depriving themselves or skipping meals or starving themselves, not at all. But I do think that fear of skipping a meal or, you know, we have to eat now, I have to eat, is something that I think for some of us is rooted in fear of what's going to happen if we don't eat. Now, I had some days when I haven't eaten and I was like, oh my gosh, that was awful. I didn't mean to do that. I just got so busy. And I mean, life happens, that does happen. But if you ever have a day like that, where you were so, you know, life got so hectic that you're like, oh my gosh, I missed lunch. I only had breakfast and now it's been eight hours since I had a meal. I didn't even really notice though. And I think days like that kind of show you like nothing really, really terrible is going to happen. I absolutely am not advocating for you skipping meals regularly or anything like that. Please don't um, mistake what I'm saying for that. But I do think that intermittent fasting has reminded me that yes, I absolutely can go, you know, 12 to 15 or 16 hours without eating. It doesn't mean that I'm not eating. It doesn't mean that I'm not consuming water or having tea or anything like that. I am making sure I'm hydrated. And like I do talk about in my intermittent intermittent fasting podcast, I'm also someone who will break my fast on days much sooner than I, I plan to if I'm really feeling hunger. And I'm really like, you know what? I can't think about anything but else but food. So you know what? I know it's only been 12 hours, but I'm going to eat because this is going to be more beneficial to me than not eating. And so I think this is when you need to give yourself permission to experiment, to play around with things and to make them your own, but to really work on building that connection to your hunger and what your body needs as opposed to doing things out of habit. And I realize how hard that can be, but it is something that is so beneficial. So if you are someone who's currently having, you know, six small meals a day and you're getting really tired of it or feeling like, how am I going to keep doing this? I have to prep so much different food. It's so time consuming having to stop every three hours. Well, maybe consider trying something where you are having bigger meals. I've had clients come to me who eat lots of small meals a day. And I say, you know what, what if we just try to increase the size of your main meals? So instead of having 
uh, five meals that are 300 calories each? What if you had three meals that are 500 calories each, right? It still equates to the same amount of calories. So your intake isn't any higher. It's just that you're, you know, grouping them together in a different way and seeing if that sustains you in a different way. It might not, but the thing is you're not going to know unless you're willing to try. And I think it's also important to note that trying doesn't mean doing it one day. It means, Hey, I'm going to commit to trying this for, you know, seven to 14 days and see how that feels. If it doesn't feel good after, you know, three or four, all right, then I'm, I'm going to stop, right? If it makes you feel worse, if there's any negative side effects, then definitely don't keep going. But for a lot of us, it can be hard to know right away if something is working. All right. I would love to hear your thoughts and feedback. So don't forget, you can get in touch with me on Instagram at justget.fit, or you can email me for one-on-one nutrition coaching at Nikki at justget.fit. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes.